1: Goodness, it's a Doom to Fail podcast. I am Tim Dobbs, and with me as... That's funny. Catherine's not here. Where did she go? (laughs) Instead, you have a,
0: well, greater than or equal to alternative. My name is Chris Kalinowski, and I'm happy to be
1: here. Isn't that great? So we have uh, Chris here. Catherine is super busy uh, being great and making something of herself, which I am just not prepared to do. So instead, uh, me and Chris... Hey, and we're up. glad to be here as an alternative to again trying to do anything of a
0: productive nature at no. the end of this day. That would be awful. We uh, no, we're already doing great. God. Isn't this podcast already amazing? Uh, it is delightful <laughs> for me, especially it's the first time for everything.
1: Yeah, this is, is this your first podcast. This is my you know little known fact? How could I go all this time without having been on a podcast? Can you believe I've been doing podcasts since I was sixteen? Really, isn't that weird? That's shocking. I didn't know that. Yeah, so so my friend in high school is uh, was like sort of way ahead of the curve, and what he did was he found a service that let you call into a voicemail mm-hmm. at any time, leave a message, and it would upload it automatically. And so his name was Dan, and we uh, we basically called it the Dan Show, and we would call in leave really the most ridiculous shit, and it was a lot of fun because you would just listen to that back later and be like, I can't believe that happened. But wait, I mean, I have to rewind
0: right there. We, I have to your clarification on ridiculous shit, because that means a lot of things. I mean, story
1: time. Oh, oh, I mean, this is like, you know, just high school stupid. Like, like not like, oh my god, it was crazy. It was more just like, uh... <laughs> I am
0: 16, bouncing off the walls. I have raging hormones and no idea what to do with them.
1: <laughs> oh, I knew what to do. But uh we don't talk about that. Not on air.
0: <laughs> <there>. Not on air. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, we're not going to fill the airways with that kind of material. <laughs> we'll leave this, that to uh, premium cable channels.
1: Exactly. This goes well, but last week we do a... I, I, Chris is unfamiliar with the podcast, I believe, um, as far too many people are. Uh, God, why aren't we famous no. yet? And anyway, so, so uh, uh, we do a little cut at the beginning of every episode, which okay. is, um, you know, a, a lot of the podcast gets edited out and, you know, we'll record for an hour and have half an hour of a show. And wow. so that, that half hour that gets dropped usually has a, a couple little funny weird gems or something. We usually take like a 10 second bit and put it at the top of the episode as like a pre-intro. And so, the, the last week's, I think, I had said, um, uh, gosh, it was something like, well, of course I emotionally manipulate all my female friends. <laughs> How else would I get them to talk to me? Or something like that. So, not doing too well with the ladies recently.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, with winning lines like that? hmm But that reminds me, I mean, I feel like we have to tap into a really uh, unexplored area there to continue our conversation from last week. Just, I even really say, ridiculous pickup lines, ways to begin a conversation. I mean some of the origin of things like that, uh, of different ideas and phrases where they come from.
1: Breaking the ice? I mean not all that easy. Uh so so you wanna rap right now about different icebreakers? Is that what is that what we're doing? Now? I have
0: no idea. I'm I am completely nope. shut down under the <laughs> oppressive nature of this microphone. <laughs> For all of you listening out there, this is not easy.
1: <laughs> no, you get used to it. It's um I'm having a hard time. I, definitely, I can't focus. I definitely have a radio voice, right? So I definitely I do this thing where I start to roll. But I also do it when I get excited at parties and stuff too. I was doing it to you earlier when I was like starting to pitch about like, well, this is how you, you develop your own projects and stuff. I know, you get into this rhythm, I can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> you know, I just I want to
0: bask in the uh sonic warmth, the the the, the blanket of your voice.
1: That's great. <laughs> That's all I really wanted. Podcast over.
0: Oh, well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad to call it a day. Happy I could oblige. Now I had to find somebody to fill the other, you know,
1: four hours of wake, waking time before I go to bed. Are you? Are we trying to find you a girlfriend now? Right, Jeez. icebreakers. This oh, is perfect. We're going to loop fun. right back in here. A uh, little bit a little bit of show notes before we can go on any further. This is not going to be a regular series as they usually are. We're going to uh, call it a grab bag. And, um, because, uh, well, Chris is here. So that's... that's Aren't you guys lucky? This is a Chris episode. <laughs> oh, man, the best guy. A chris episode? Chris... Chris, Chris fest
0: Chris fest It's a holiday Epicurus,
1: Uh Epicenter. Eucharist
0: Euchar, Eucharist mm. Yeah seems kind of pagan I don't know I don't know if anybody uh, Anybody out there
1: Are you not still doing Your own religion You know Some
0: <laughs> The bible It <sighs> well, cool. until yeah, me To not be someone's Messianic figure I mean, I can't help it if I walk outside and the clouds part and birds just want to follow me
1: around. But you've got that my awesome, army of critters. You've got that awesome pleather jacket and those aviators. You just Do, look so cool. Did you tell you cool. my story about the pleather jacket <laughs> in my my war with Coach
0: Jack at New Year's? No, what happened? Oh my goodness! So I, this was, this jacket was a Christmas present, and for New Year's I went to a bar called the Duo Lounge.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: was a masquerade with an open bar. Suffice to say, there was trouble. <laughs>
1: Actress. It's like a... Eyes wide shut. <laughs> I've never seen that, but I've heard it's a classic. There's a, a whole weird masquerade, rich people sex party in it. What? Yep. Dude, we were talking about all the perks of being rich. Why is that not on the top of the list? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think because they're too good at keeping it quiet. No, I mean, right that's... up with their with
0: for my millionaire list. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, my my billion dollar list, my billion dollar bucket list. Go for it. Yacht. Yacht. Great. Um, agree. Yeah, exactly. Yacht, and then masquerade and sex party. This <laughs> the truth. on the yacht. Well, no. All right. So, you know, oh, even better. Three things. I'm at, I'm slowly but surely building up.
1: Yeah. Start with the time. yacht
0: because mm-hmm. the yacht is transportation. It can take you around. Yeah. You can use it to host venues such as the introduction of your latest vintage of wine, which you made using the winery that you bought out in Napa, because you're a billionaire. Why not? And you why can not? do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. And what better way? to end off the introduction to your uh, new vintage. Then by getting everyone drunk and then suggesting, oh, hey, (laughs) I found this trunk downstairs. Little did we know this was Elton John's (laughs) yacht before I bought it. Wait, Who what? Who wants to try on some masks? Doesn't <laughs> he just, he have Then masks? you break out the masks box.
1: <laughs> yes, that
0: you conveniently found downstairs.
1: I found this chest of sequin masks with feathers. Who's in?
0: Oh, and a boa. Don't forget <laughs> that. Here,
1: here's, what, here's the thing, though. Is that is a dream that is realizable in your everyday life, not your everyday life, but your weekend life, for sure. You could, I, I, Chris, I, I, I implore you to buy a chest and fill it with boas and masks, and then host a party. And get people wasted, and then like, just be like, break it out and be like, hey, who wants to wear a Surprise! boas? Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Look what I found! But then you say, you, do you need a theme for your
0: masks? I mean, do you go the route of just an absurd amount of color and feather and sequins? We try and model them. Animal masks. Oh. Sexy flask. Koi kitty. Koi kitty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Doggy style with the dog mask. <laughs> oh, but then you're just a furry. Wow. Now, yeah. see, then you just Look, get, you're, you're I, crossing a boundary there. No, this
1: is great because we're, we're sort of unpacking some of your deeply hidden sexual proclivities. And oh, I'm glad dude, we got there. See, um, this is so much cheaper than a therapist. Yeah, I'm this so- is... This is a WTF. You ever to I'm this glad book? we're in the
0: office. We're going to call this the cubicle of trust. <laughs>
1: okay, that, from now on, that's what we will call it. We are recording at work for the listener at home. Uh, luckily, no one listens to this podcast, so I don't think we're going to get in trouble about it.
0: And luckily, there's no one left in the building. Otherwise, this would be really awkward
1: tomorrow. <laughs> that would be the best if we just recorded in the lunchroom at like lunchtime. Very in vivo, you know, just like... Just uh, immersed in the world around us. Yeah, we're sitting here bullshitting, and you just hear some guys going like, uh... Oh man, I gotta pick up my kid today. That's, that's life, man. That's what life is. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is what life is. It terrifies me,
0: mortifies me. It, it drives me into a deep sense of existential mortification when I meet a guy my age who works in the pilot plant who has a kid. Oh yeah. I'm talking to this guy, I'm like, oh yeah, I had a good weekend, went to the bar, got drunk, did this stuff. What'd you do? Oh yeah, you know, went out, you know, had a good time, got some fresh air, played in the park. With my kids. Yeah. Just. And it's never, it's never an exciting thing. It's always an afterthought. Like the sentence could have ended, but then you tack on that preposition.
1: With my kids.
0: <laughs> I mean, are they three they... cruelest words that
1: I can think of to a, a person in our situation? I, I like the idea that this guy's leading you on. He's just like, man, I went to the beach and I hung out and like had a barbecue and, and had that cooler on the sand with my kids. I don't know where that guy's from with that accent, but, <laughs> but that sounds like it. He's yeah, really it's every man's the bomb. accent. Man, the guy's the, the rhetoric there is amazing. The way he, he builds you up, builds you up, and then to knock boom, you down. Yeah, lets you lets you lets honestly you lie that, flat.
0: that that hits you like uh, one of those Shinjuku bullet trains going two hundred miles an hour. You just turns <laughs> you into a state. What was that? Shinjuku. Shinjuku. I mean, isn't that, I mean, that that's a that's a place in I, Japan with trains that are shaped like bullets? Uh, I'm willing to accept all your premises here for sure. I'm I'm going of line with this one. I'm just saying, there's a place in the world with bullet trains. Maybe it's Shinjuku. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Timbuktu. I don't know. I've never ridden a bullet train. It's
1: unlikely it's Timbuktu. I think that's like—is that an actual place? I feel like it's one of those mythical no, locations
0: you no, always like talk about.
1: about. It is. It's it's in the pantheon of um, silly names they use in cartoons because they're funny but are actually yes. Wall Wall Washington, Rancho Cucamonga, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Lake Titicaca, Timbuktu. There's all the ones I got, but that's you know that's a fair bet. All real, all of them. That's absurd. That's the kind of world we live in. which you love it? We live in a world with uh, a Wall Wall of Washington and uh, young twenties people with kids, which is you know. I, here's the thing about that: is that it seems fine for them. Like, like to me, it's like, oh my god, panic mode. But, but the thing is, the guys I meet who are my age, and, and, the, and the women I meet who are my age and have kids, they're just like, yeah, this works, and they they're you know like.
0: I don't can, know why they're not can, screaming. Can, but... can, I, can I just stop you there? Because up until this exact moment, you, when you brought back the kids, I thought you were talking about people our age living in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> like again, like you come out differently when you live in a town with an absurd name like that. That's a great when question. When you grew up in a town or with a well-known name, I mean, not like a famous city, but something like Springfield. Everyone knows Springfield because of the Simpsons. Oh, Everybody you meet, everyone's say, like, uh, Do you know Homer or Bart? <laughs> and you're going to say, No.
1: I don't. Jerk. Yeah, well, I grew up right next to Springfield. I mean, it wasn't like a. I don't think. I, I don't think Springfield is like that. But I think you might might be something with your Walla Wallas and your. uh No, I'm just saying, if you grew up in a place with, oh uh, yeah, okay, so uh, I think
0: it was a couple years ago they sold a town in Texas. Or no, the the naming rights of town in Texas were bought by Dish Network. You grew up in Dish Texas. <laughs> That's right. I mean, does that? Well, what kind of impact does that
1: have? I mean, well, so so here, here's here's my... I think you lose your identity, right? Well, here here's my greater question is. Where do most people come from? Because you and I both grew up in suburban New England towns. That's accurate, right? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, all people grew up in a suburb somewhere. That's Isn't the thing? that the except, only type of place? Except that's just <laughs> it's like <laughs> man, I met I met a guy who grew up on the on Cape Cod once and that's like you know, like a resort area. No, not a resort, but you know, it's like a vacation like, destination. It's seasonal. Yeah, without it's a doubt. very seasonal. And he was like, Yeah, I had a great time. I, I but but he, he had a totally different perspective on everything, and that's like that's minor compared to like well, I mean, I somebody think, who grows up in New York City or like um, I, I met these these lovely young women in Singapore once. Uh, uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> uh, emotional manipulation, sure. I worked on them with a school project, uh, but but the point was you worked him over with a school project. Let's really? go with that, yeah. Um, the point was, I I was saying like, oh, so you know, what are you gonna do when you finish school? Like, are you get mm-hmm. move, and they're like, oh yeah, I mean. I'll I'll stay in the city, I'll do whatever. And, like, at first my natural inclination was, well, if I had stayed at home, I would be like, well, what am I doing with my life? But they lived in Singapore, which is like, if you moved out of Singapore, it'd be a huge leap. Like, why would you do that? That's You know, everything's there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is is it. That is the hub. It's it's the only city in the country. (laughs) There's nothing else. (laughs) The city and the country are the same thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and so they'd be going international if they moved out. It's aggressive. It's Quite a bit.
0: But again, I mean, do you go through that if you're from New York? I mean, if you're from New York and your options to move to a nearby city are, you know, Newark? I mean, do you, do <laughs> no you, you make that jump? <laughs> it would have to be a hell of a job in Newark, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have to be an amazing job in Newark. If they are going to promote you to uh, division, division Head of Merck, I would maybe go to
1: Newark. I'm not sure. I think they would have to be promoting me to, like, James Cameron or something. like Like... I'm super rich and can do whatever I want now, thing! What's up with that? I actually you get to go to the bottom is, of the ocean! It's number four on my
0: billionaire list. Go on a ridiculous adventure. Expand human knowledge did, did you through see, the sheer
1: force of money. He is now funding a project to mine near Earth asteroids for minerals? Yeah, well, he already made the how to in Avatar, right? Oh, that's true! Oh my god! <laughs>
0: I mean, that was basically a how-to video exactly. and how to go into space and take somebody else's resources.
1: And then he's putting it into action. It was a business plan. I, that's how you guys, investors. Guys from Google saw us and said, "Yeah, we can do that." I would. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's like if you just see that movie and you go, "Look, like, you know what? That totally knocked out the other guy's PowerPoint." So <laughs> we're. <laughs> <that it> <laughs> One guy had thirty slides and one guy had Avatar. <laughs> we had to go to a special theater to see his, his <laughs> He's on IMAX in 3D. Oh my goodness. That's a mistake. So that that's your so your your to-do list so far to review. We we're gonna go um yacht, uh vineyard, uh covert mass, sex party, masquerade sex party, party, and uh Mine asteroids or just basically throw money
0: around? Yeah, throw money around. Exactly. I feel like there are a lot of places where you could learn a lot just by throwing money around. Just, like, keep going and see what happens. Let's just get uh, a bunch of guys and a couple weed whackers and just truck through the Amazon for a while. You know, if if all of the world's undiscovered species are now coming out of the Amazon basin, I mean, why not? Let's just wander around. It's home to, you know, wildlife. My favorite fossil ever, Titanoboa. (laughs) I mean... I can't believe it's one of these things. That sounds like a big snake. You would think it's a large snake. No, it's actually a directed DVD sci-fi movie. <laughs> that makes sense, though. I mean, it it could be.
1: It's from the Asylum. That makes sense. Oh, the Asylum, my favorite source of bootleg films. I just, I, I love the idea of like that's something I could see working on for like six months. I think it'd be a blast to work at the Asylum because it's like <laughs> they, they do not care about quality. It's like there's no retakes. It's, from what I'm told, it's like you know, uh, uh, they basically leave time for two takes on any scene. And if you end up running short... And so, so, like, after the second take, if you don't have it, it's like, I'll find a better one of those, two. <laughs> but he couldn't remember the second half of his lines. Oh, it'll notice. That would yeah, be great. It, well, I feel like with those movies,
0: you're either going to hook them in one of two ways. Right? I mean, you're not worried about quality. You're worried about how many old people the
1: video store you convince to rent <laughs> this. It's the Pat Buchanan problem. <laughs> 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 you remember this? This is... Oh, so, so in 2000, in the, the Bush-Gore election... Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Buchanan, it was like, apparently, the Florida ballots were, they were punch cards. Um, and they oh, were, it yeah. was it was okay. like this crazy thing where like, there, there's the name of the candidate and then a big little squiggly line that led to the place you were supposed to punch, and all the old people got super confused and voted for Pat Buchanan instead of Al Gore. <laughs> I mean, this is, I, you know, I, I don't remember what it was exactly, That's but this weird. was like one of the things that they were saying. Man, so yeah exactly so this awesome. is this is you're trying to convince
0: people so, yeah, to yeah this is my path you can again you do it in one of two ways right you either have basically I mean stolen the title to another superior movie whatever is out in theaters snakes right snake uh, on a train snakes on a train what was one that just came out for Thor uh, like Thor the Almighty or,
1: no the Almighty Thor <laughs> uh, then there was a Thor the Almighty by the knockoff of knockoff company ooh yeah you got him there the um but, jailhouse I don't know Re- oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. making it up. But whatever they knock off the asylum would be. Running scared? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, the fugitives? They're out of the asylum. Oh, yeah.
0: Running scared. Right right that makes sense. I can see that. Prison Break Films? Oh, I think that is a production company.
1: That sounds like something ICP would put together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the alternative is you just pick something totally ridiculous, the most absurd premise you can conceive, and make it a movie. It has to be either one, one word, blown up in like massive block print over the front, or a versus title. Uh, okay. I love versus titles. Uh, well, there are unlimited uh, possibilities. I want there.
1: to come back to verses, but first I want to talk about one word blown up in block print. So that's like, uh, example. I mean, example? Um... Helicopter. <laughs> 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 Alright, you know what? I'm going to cut it there. Uh, we're never going to find out exactly what helicopter could have been. Oh well. I think you've had enough. Hey, listeners, guess where I am? It's Tim. I'm in an airport because I am traveling. Do you hear the announcement? Look, it's all happening. It's real. I'm not making it up. At any rate, uh, that was our kooky episode of Doom to Fail for this week. Tune in next week when, towards the end of my Odyssey, um, we will be having a grab bag episode. So lots of kook, but Catherine will be back. And I, I know you love Catherine. You, hmm. You don't need to lie to me. I know she's your favorite. It's fine. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Please come on back. Um, do the Phil Bye. Bye, bye, bye.